Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. Nicholas Rod, Chris Baker here with you on this Monday morning news episode. Chris, how are we starting off this week as far as the weather is concerned? In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny and 88. In Houston, Texas, it is raining in 94. Chicago, Illinois, it is partly cloudy, 76. And in New York City, it is raining, 72. Uh, more rain. Does it never end? <laughs> It's good for the grass. Yeah, I, I honestly, I think you've reported rain for New York City for the past, it feels like the past three or four episodes in a row now. So should I say it's good for the blacktop? Yeah. <laughs> good for the buildings. It helps them grow. Yes. You know, that's the only positive I can find with the rain is it's good for the grass. Yeah, because you're just stuck on landscaper mode 24-7. Hey. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I it's, it, it, it's so peaceful sometimes. Oh yeah, and we talked about that recently too. Like it just—it's an escape. It's an escape you from know, everything. I can't wait until you know you're we're living together, and I get you into landscaping, and you will be distracted from everything besides that because you will be so focused, like I am, on the finished product. Why do I hear like typical uh, like TV trance music while birds are singing in the background type distracted? Like, mm, I've got the cringiest images in my head. I'm telling you, Nick, like, I hope that we can buy a house. And it has, like, when I buy a house someday, I hope I can just make you come to my house Mm -hmm. and help me renovate renovate the yard. Because, like, you know, most people talk about prices, square footage. I'll say, I want the house with the crappiest yard. (laughs) Real estate agent goes, why? I'll tell him. Because I need Nick to experience the landscaper effect. Don't ask questions. Until you experience the landscaping effect yourself, Miss Real Estate Lady. (laughs) No, but uh, beyond that, you know, it's Monday, Chris, yet again, and it's a kind of special Monday, at least for me. I I can't remember for you, but um, today, uh, the day that this episode is released, Marks the second to last day of classes for me for uh, my high school career. Well, congratulations. So I'm very excited. How nervous, though. Are you excited or are you nervous? I am definitely a combination of both. And people have been asking me recently, like, are you ready to graduate? Are you ready to be done? And my answer to that is yes and no. Like, it, it's very exciting for sure. Um I think it's one of those things where it's just like you've been so used to it and you've made, or at least in many people's cases, you've made a lot of memories throughout your high school career that it's almost like weird. The thought of stepping out of that and stepping into like a whole kind of different freedom. And it's very nerve wracking, but very exciting. I'm not scared for the last day. Like I'm not scared for that. As corny as it may sound, I'm more scared for graduation itself. Yeah. 
because it's like this big production and with my luck i'll screw it up (laughs) i i know exactly what you mean but i think my last day of in person is tuesday Mm-hmm. So I think Tuesday when I say goodbyes to the teachers that I've had for four years, I think I might get a little teary-eyed. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't because blame you. Because I, I know we, we're not supposed to because of COVID, but I'm sure a few of them, I will be giving a hug to them because, I mean, you always say you're going to see each other again, but like, are you really going to see each other again? Right, how often is that actually going to happen, you know? Yeah, you might run into each other in the grocery store and, Hi, how are you? Yeah, and then have a good day. Yeah, like... Or, so what have you been up to? Have you graduated college yet? Oh, yeah, I graduated four years ago and I have a kid now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See you later, I gotta go. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's but, definitely um, going to be tough. And I, yeah, my lesson, uh, my last actual day is also Tuesday. And I'm contemplating whether I want to go in, like actually go into the building um, for classes that day, just so I can have that one last in-person experience. But I'm not sure yet. Well, nevertheless, um, we have an update on this week's Talk of the Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> last Monday, we talked about cicada cookies. <laughs> and I was not kidding. I bought the cicadas, put them in the cookies, oh, and yeah. Nick tried them. So, before we get into the discussion of that, here is the audio of that. Okay, Nick, I'm presenting you with two cookies. The first one you're going to eat is A. The next one you're going to have B. Tell me which one you think the secret ingredient is. Okay. Which one's, does it matter which is A, which one's B, or? Uh, that one right there is A. Okay. Okay, grab the next cookie. Dude, this is so messed up, bro. What's the cookie, bro? What's the cookie? <laughs> Here, you should try them too. Dude, <laughs> what is this? The lighter one is, uh, that's A, and the other one's B. Before I tell you what the ingredient is, let Tamar try both. Mm-hmm. Kind of dry. But it's not bad. B. Definitely better. <laughs> Which one do you think is better, Nick? Definitely B. What do you think? I think it's B and I think it's the one that's in. Which one is the one you're holding is B? Yeah. Okay. So B is the one with the secret ingredient. <laughs> hmm. I figured. I think I found it too. Yeah, well, it's really good. Holy crap. Should we let him finish the cooking before we <laughs> Probably. You must look <laughs> Tell him what's in it. Tell me what's in it, bro. Cicadas. What? <laughs> Are you serious? So Nick actually thought the cookie with the cicada in it tasted the best. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, it was one of those things where it just wasn't very noticeable. Now, I'll say too that chocolate obviously covers up a world of hurt with almost anything. But Honestly, it's like it just wasn't even there. See? You know, I'm, I'm glad I was able to actually convince you to try them. Like a team sport, I did try them too. They weren't oh, bad. Yeah. I will say that my homemade cookie scratch recipe I think is better, but Nick doesn't think so. So 
you know, for his birthday next year, I'll make him cicada cookies. There you go. If I can get my hands on cicadas. <laughs> you know, I can't believe I'll ever say that sentence again. Oh, I have to order cicadas off Amazon tonight. <laughs> Oh, but goodness. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Um, I do have to, you know, just say it again that the FDA did put out a warning. If you're allergic to secrets, do not try them. Um, you know, if you're a daredevil and you're not go allergic to seafood, yeah, go, go for, for it. it. But if not, I would probably advise against that. Because myself, it took me a little while to even just put it in the dough. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it does seem like it would take a little work uh, to actually do it. And then once it was in the machine, it made some noises. <laughs> but nevertheless, <laughs> um, so Nick, let's get into a COVID nineteen update. Um, since you love your cicada cookies, you kick us off with the COVID nineteen update. Love that correlation, but all right, yeah, let's jump right in. Washington state was the 13th state to reach 70% of residents who have received at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. The daily average of new COVID-19 cases in the U.S. is down 94% from January of this year. I'll repeat that again. It's down 94%. At this point, about 75% of senior citizens are fully vaccinated. And at this point, about 350 transit companies across the U.S. are providing free rides to people to get vaccinated. So keeping with the COVID-19 area, the first federal ruling in Houston, Texas, on workplaces requiring the COVID-19 vaccine happened over the weekend. Saturday, U.S. District Judge Lynn N. Hughes ruled that employers can require the vaccine of their employees. Hey, guys. So just a bit of an editor's note. Um, one line of what Chris was saying got cut out due to a bit of shoddy Internet. So the line that got cut out was that Methodist Hospital in Houston, Texas, uh, became the first hospital in the country to put a mandate in place for their uh, employees to get vaccinated. Otherwise, everything should be all set and enjoy the rest of the show. Out of the 26,000 employees, only 170 did not receive a vaccine. Out of the 170 employees, 117 filed the lawsuit against the hospital. Leading the lawsuit was Jennifer Bridge. She says that she shouldn't have to get the vaccine because it is experimental and unsafe. Saturday, the judge said, quote, the claim is false and it is irrelevant, end quote. Hospitals around the country were paying attention to this case. And after the ruling was issued, the University of Pennsylvania, the University of Louisville, New York Presbyterian, and several major hospitals in the Washington, D.C. area all issued the same mandate. Bridges said that she expected this but won't stop fighting and has gotten over 9,000 signatures on Change.com and raised over $130,000 on GoFundMe. Methodists said that if they are not vaccinated by the 21st, they are fired. 
Dr. Anthony Fauci is urging more Americans to get the vaccine after a new, more dangerous variant was found originating in India. The variant is being called Delta and is currently the most dominant strand in the United Kingdom. Delta is believed to be more contagious and deadly. Delta is responsible for 6% of the new uh, positive cases in the United States. The Biden administration is pushing for 70% of Americans to get at least one dose by July 4th. Only 51.7% have done so. The daily vaccination average is roughly 815,000. Switching focus away from COVID-19, we have some news about the Keystone Pipeline. On the first day in office, President Biden uh, ended the Keystone Pipeline project, which had been revived and revised by former President Trump. The pipeline would have provided 35 million gallons of oil from Canada every day. And President Biden sided with the environmentalists and had the project shut down. Republicans and even some moderate Democrats opposed the decision from the Biden administration. The Republicans are saying that it has killed thousands of well-paying jobs by ending the pipeline. And since the decision, there have been 23 lawsuits filed. Since the pipeline was originally constructed in 2008, it has cost $9 billion in construction over the years. Former President Donald Trump's Department of Justice seized data of Democratic House members from 2017 until 2018 during the Russia investigation. They seized the information from Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff, and Schiff was um, actually often targeted at former President Trump's rallies. They were able to seize the data from Apple. And when Barr was the attorney general, he continued the investigation. And when he was asked by former Senator Kamala Harris, he stumbled on the question. And we do have a piece of that audio here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. uh... Yes or no? Could you you repeat that question? I don't know. I wouldn't say suggest. Hinted. I, I don't know. The current investigation is investigating if former President Trump used a DOJ for personal gains, and Democrats want William Barr and Jeff Sessions to testify on Capitol Hill. Well, moving right along, we have some news about scams. In the year of 2020, about $227 million have been stolen from Americans from Publishing Clearinghouse, allegedly, anyway, according to the Better Business Bureau. Uh, this is a 33% increase from 2019. The prizes are typically high-end cars like BMWs or Mercedes or money prizes of $2.5 million or higher. According to the Better Business Bureau, the number of complaints they've received are actually down. The scammers will talk to you every day to build trust, take careful notes on the victim's family, and try to isolate you from your friends and family. The scams will come from the mail, texts, or emails, and they make it look like it's coming from... um, from Publisher Clearinghouse, but if you read the emails carefully, there are spelling mistakes, and the Better Business Bureau says that if you fall victim 
to any of these scams to notify police immediately. With that, let's get into some rapid news. President Biden's first G7 meeting wrapped over the weekend. And for the takeaways and the key moments, look for tomorrow's article. And now he is going to the NEO summit today. And there was a mass shooting in Austin, Texas over the weekend, which left one person dead. Now, I made a mistake before we get into good news. I said the infrastructure, uh, the bipartisan infrastructure proposal that came out Friday, I would have an article about it Saturday. I made a whoopsies. That article is not ready by Saturday, clearly, because it's not on Medium, but it will be ready for tomorrow. I do promise that. But... Let's get into some good news. All right. So for good news this morning, we have a high schooler really stepping up uh, to try and help her classmates. So there was a student who just graduated and was planning to go to Harvard to um, study chemistry. And she had received a $40,000 scholarship from her high school, $10,000 a year, and it could be renewed for four years. Well, she decided uh, when she got the award and she was giving her speech, she decided to decline the scholarship. And her wish was that the administration of her school would instead give the award to someone who is attending a community college Um, because her mother, she had watched her mother at, I believe it was 39 years old, um, go to community college and it really helped her and made a difference in her life. And so she believes that that money can really go to someone to help change their life as well. Um, In her speech, she said, I'm so very grateful for this, but I also know that I am not the one who needs this the most. And knowing my mom went to community college and how much that was helpful, I would be so very grateful if administration would consider giving the general excellence scholarship to someone who's going to community college. It is such a great honor but I also know that I am not the most in need of it. Wow. I mean, that right there, just giving away $40,000 to someone that in her view is more in need of it says more about her than honestly, it says about the administration, in my opinion, you know, get, I would imagine, you know, obviously, I don't know, but I would imagine she got the $40,000 for her academics. And for her to give away $40,000 to someone that's in community college and could really use it to change their life says a lot about her and how she's more, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but but, I mean, $40,000 can really go a long ways in someone's life, but even in their college career. Oh, absolutely. No doubt about that. That kind of uh, scholarship going to someone who's going to community college is enormous. Just absolutely huge and can completely change the pathway for that person that ends up receiving it. Um, And it really shows the heart that she had to give up uh, that scholarship 
and the kindness that she possesses and the willingness to then endure a bit more, you know, quite possibly a bit more hardship to find the money herself to pay for Harvard. You know, she said um, later on in, in a statement that she'd be willing to uh, find and um, to find other financial aid and try to work her way to other scholarships to try and pay for Harvard. But she really didn't, you know, like she said in her speech, she really didn't feel like she was the one who deserved it the most. Well, you know, everyone knows that college is, it's not cheap. No. And you know, you and me know that firsthand right now. So for her, and I mean, we're not even going to Harvard. Right. So, I mean, that's just a great story. It's, I mean, I don't know. That's just a unique story. It's not something you hear every day. It's wonderful to see because, you know, it, it's, in my opinion, it's great to see people at her age, you know, probably around the age of 18, we'll say, um, really stepping up like that and showing that kind of kindness, maturity, and just so many amazing qualities. Um, it's one of those moments where you're like, there are people that we can look towards to do great things in the future. Yeah, I agree 100% with you. That is the end of this Monday morning news episode. Make sure you follow us on the Blind Boys Politics Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you are always in the know. Follow us on our personal accounts to see what we're up to. We will be back here Wednesday morning for a dumb law. And then, of course, Friday morning to wrap up your work week with the news of the week. But until Wednesday morning, have a great start to your week, everyone. Bye. Bye, guys.